Welcome to the Decatur Christian Fellowship Podcast. We are so glad that you decided to join us. Wherever you are listening from, we pray that God encourages and ministers to you through this message. Hallelujah. God is good. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good job, praise and praise team. Good job. Hallelujah. All right. Glory to God. Everything's back work in order. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Enjoy the holidays, but I'm glad when they're over. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Good to see everybody here today. Healthy, wealthy, and wise. Amen. Praise the Lord. I trust you brought your Bible with you. Praise the Lord. If you did, turn with me in your Bible. Amen. To the book of Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's, let's pray one more time. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask, Father, for clarity of speech, Lord. Lord, may we hear correctly. May we speak correctly. May every word that comes from this pulpit this morning, Father, be orchestrated from the throne room of heaven. May not a single word, Lord, be an error, not a single word, Lord, be an untruth. But Father, I pray, confirm your word this morning with signs, wonders, and miracles. And we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. amen. Praise the Lord. In chapter, uh, chapter 9, I said chapter 8, didn't I? But I said chapter 9 is what I want to look at. Chapter 9, in verse 35, the Bible says, And Jesus went, uh, went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing everyone and every disease among the people. Hallelujah. So that was Jesus' ministry, teaching, preaching, and healing. Hallelujah. When I was, uh, you know, I heard on radio one, one day there was uh, uh, this lady that everybody would know her, but she's in a wheelchair. She's bound to a wheelchair. She had a, some sort of accident. And uh, she was in a wheelchair, and she was on this uh, radio program with this uh, Christian psychologist. And uh, they were talking about this scripture, and then the scripture over in, uh, over in Isaiah chapter 53. Jesus bore our sickness, carried our disease, and by his stripes we were healed. And they were talking about this scripture, and they, they, she said, you know, lots of people call me and send me cards and tell me, you know, showing me these scriptures, you know, that Jesus is the healer and all this. And they, they both sort of started giggling and talking about it, about how, that, well, everybody knows that's talking about the spirit man, that God heals the spirit man. You know, and boy, red flags just go off inside me. Amen. So if, if that's just talking about spiritual healing, I mean, besides I wasn't healed. I wasn't healed spiritually. I was recreated. Amen. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. How about you? Yeah. Amen. So we're not healed when we get saved. Amen. We're recreated. I'm a new creature. Amen. A new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Amen. But they were talking about how, how that that was, uh, how that, that, that was uh, talking about the spirit man. And I, and I thought to myself, no wonder it's so hard to get people healed. Amen. Because we have people like that. Amen. Teaching us and telling us, you know, right the opposite of what we're teaching. Amen. Right the opposite. Amen. Well, I believe in healing, don't you? 
Jesus went about the villages and synagogues teaching, preaching, and healing. Amen. And that was his ministry, teaching, preaching, and healing. Everybody said that out loud. Teaching, Amen. preaching, and healing. Well, that's our job too. Amen. We're, we're to be like him. Don't you want to be like him? Amen. In the image of him. I want to be just like him in the image of him. You know, I don't want to be like Michael Jordan or, or whoever, you know, some great athlete. Amen. Or movie star. Amen. I want to be like Jesus. Amen. That's, that's my goal and that's my desire is to be just like Jesus. Amen. And, you know, and thank God for the blood of Jesus that cleanses us and washes us and makes us whole. You know, the Bible says that in, uh, in uh, Isaiah, you know, Jeremiah, Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 25, amen, says that our sins and our iniquities have withheld good things from us. And, the, and a lot of the, the devil will jump on people like that and say, well, that's, that's why you're not healed. That's why you're going through these things, amen. But the good part is, you know, that if we confess our sin, amen, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sin and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, amen. So if you have sin, all you have to do is repent. Amen. You repent and you're as clean and pure as Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden before they sinned. Amen. Praise God because of the blood of Jesus. Woo, hallelujah. Amen. So, so that makes us a better covenant established upon better promises than the Israelites had. So uh, glory to God. God is good, isn't He? All the time and all the time God is good. So I know that if we get sick, we have an advocate with the Father. Amen. Praise God, we have Jesus Christ of Nazareth to plead our case for us. Hallelujah. But, you know, we'll let the devil beat up on us or we'll let, you know, we'll hear something like those people on the radio and that puts a, a shadow of doubt, you know, in our mind. Just a twinge of doubt there. And listen to me, a, a little bit of doubt will grow into big doubt. Amen. So you have, you have to nip it in the bud. Amen. <laughs> nip it in the bud, as Barney Fife might say. Amen. <laughs> nip it in the bud. And so... Uh, so we have to get rid of it. We can't, we can't allow it. Amen. When we're attacked, what do we do? We, we, we go to the Lord. I'm, in expect, I'm expecting to be healed. Amen. When, when I get sick, when I, if I get sick, you know, when we're attacked, amen, we go to the Lord. Amen. And we mean what we say. Amen. By the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. If we were healed, we are healed. Amen. Amen. If we are healed, we were healed. Glory to God. But, and so the Bible says in... Uh, is it 1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 8 that uh, God, uh, that, uh, what does it say? That God is, what, what, somebody get me started on that. Uh, God is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Is that what it says? Amen. Amen. But God, for bodily exercise profits little, but godliness is profitable unto all things having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. Yeah. Well, the life that now is is the one that you is in now. Right. Amen. So there's promises that godliness is profitable. Well, what I, if I'm going to be God, what does godly mean? It means trying to act like God. Amen. Amen. Trying to act like Jesus. Well, what did he do? He went about the villages teaching, healing. Amen. Preaching, teaching, and healing all, all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. So that's my job, to teach, to preach, to heal. Amen, and, and we can do that. Uh, say, I can do that. I can do Amen, I can do it. The Bible tells us there in Mark chapter 16, these signs shall follow them to believe. They'll lay hands on the sick, and the sick will recover. 
Amen. See, he wants us to be just like him. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. Preach the gospel, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper. Freely you receive, freely give. Amen. We're, we're to do that. And so uh, look at your hands there. Stretch out your hand. Look at, look at your hands there. Say, these hands are holy hands. These hands are healing hands. These hands are, are used for the work of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That's what these hands are for. Praise God. We're to teach, to preach, and to heal. So you can do it. You don't have to be a preacher. The Bible does not say these signs shall follow the preacher. These signs follow the believer. We got any believers in the house? Amen. If you're a believer, then this is for you. Amen. You're to heal the sick, raise the dead, and cleanse the leper. Hallelujah. So we're able to do that. We're able to do all, all these things, and we can't let anybody take that from us. Take that, take that from us. Praise the Lord. Now, besides that, you know, and, uh, uh, you know, when those people said, laughed and said, well, everybody knows that that's talking about, about that's talking about spiritual, spiritual healing. Well, isn't that amazing that, that, that God didn't know that? Isn't that amazing that Jesus didn't know that? Because over in uh, Matthew chapter, where is that? Chapter 8, Matthew chapter 8, look at verse 16. Matthew chapter 8 and verse 16, the Bible says, When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word. Amen. Cast out, his spirit, out the spirits with his word, and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. And that's talking about physical health. That's talking about physical healing. That's not talking about spiritual healing. That's talking about physical healing. Amen. When these people, when they brought these people to Jesus, they didn't come expecting their spirit to be healed. They wanted their flesh to be healed. And if, and if Jesus did that under the old covenant, then he'll do that under the new covenant. Amen. Because Hebrews 8, 6 says we have a better covenant established upon better promises. A better covenant than what? A better covenant than... Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, a better covenant, praise the Lord, than Moses and David. Amen, a better covenant than, than all the people under the old covenant. Amen, we have a better covenant. So that means if, uh, if uh, you got $5 and I got $10, I got a better, I got, mine's better, isn't that right? In my, my counting, if your counting's not like that, to see me after church, amen. But, but that, that's better. So our covenant, so if uh, the old covenant... There's healing available under the old covenant, then there's got to be healing under the new covenant. Amen. amen. If there was, if Jesus did miracles under the old covenant, amen, then he'll do miracles under the new covenant. If he did, if he did them under that. So you understand what I'm saying. Amen. So, so it's God's will and God's desire for us to act like him, talk like him, walk like him. And if we'll all get together and start doing the impossible, amen, when somebody stops you at the grocery store and says, uh, you know, I hadn't seen you in a while, and they don't care on the come. This has happened to me on more than one occasion. Amen. They'll stop you, and they'll talk to you a little bit. And they say, well, you know, Pastor, before you leave, don't, don't remember me in prayer because I've been having this problem here. here. And they think that I'm going to pray the next time I'm in my car or at church. Amen. But I just grab their hands right there in the middle of Kroger's. Amen. And start praying for them. And that sort of shocks them a little bit at first because they don't expect that to happen at Kroger. Amen. But 
things like that happen at Kroger, amen, if we're expecting it, amen, amen. Say these hands are healing hands. That means at Kroger or at Walmart, it don't matter, amen, these are healing hands. And we need to be actively pursuing where can I put these hands, amen, where can I lay these hands, <laughs> praise the Lord, and expecting God to use us. But He'll never expect, or He'll never use you if you're not expecting it. Amen. If you're, not, if you're not expecting Him to nudge you, talk to you, amen, point you in that direction, it'll never happen. Amen. amen. We need, like this lady that I knew one time, she said, you know, I, I used to go to the grocery store to buy groceries, but now I go to the grocery store to, to witness, amen, and while I'm there, I buy groceries. Amen. amen. Praise the Lord. So that, that's, that's a good plan right there. Amen. I'm, I'm, honey, I'm going to the grocery store to get somebody saved. I'll be right back. If you need any sugar or flour while I'm there, <laughs> praise the Lord. Amen. That's the, that's the attitude we ought to have. And be bold about it. Amen. Amen. Because if we don't, we'll let the other people take over. We'll let those people, like that Christian psychologist, take over. Amen. Or that woman in the wheelchair. Amen. I, I believe this with all my heart. If that, that woman can be healed. Yeah. It, there's no sickness nor disease. Amen. Too hard for God. Amen. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all that we can even ask or think. And he should have put that scripture in the Bible if he didn't want me to do that because I can think pretty big. Amen. I, I can think pretty big. And so God is able to do it. If I can think it, he can do it. Amen. Well, I can think that everybody be healed in this room. Then the Bible says he can do it. Oh, Brother John, I know that he can do it, but is it his will? To, is it his will? Why, yes, it's his will. It is his will. Amen. Well, you got that ought to be the first thing settled in your mind. Is it the will of God? Because how can you pray in faith if you don't know the will of God? Faith begins where the will of God is known. And if you don't know the will of God, then you don't have anything to base your faith upon. Amen. You don't have any faith if you don't know what the Word says about it. Amen. And I know we've all had loved ones to suffer and to die and, and, uh, and to go to heaven. And I'm not belittling them. And I'm not belittling you. You might be sitting there and that's the way the devil does. Amen. Because you're going through a battle... He thinks, well, the preacher's picking on you. Amen. And he thinks, if I had enough faith, I could get healed. Nah, that's not what I'm saying. That's what the devil's saying. Amen. But you come in here, sure, we, need, we come in here to tank up on the Word of God. I come in here this morning to pump you up. Amen. To give you a hope. To give you, give you some insight and some things where you won't be afraid. I come, you came in here and I came in here today, praise the living God, because this is our filling station. Amen. We'll come in here and get filled up on the Word of God. Then we can go out there on the highways and byways. Amen. And take the Word of God to them because they're not going to come to church, but we've got to go get them. Praise the Lord. And that's why we're waiting for all these sinners to come in where we get them healed. They know, God doesn't run a taxi cab service. Amen. You've got to go get them. Amen. Tell them, tell them about us. Amen. And, and bring them in. Glory to God. And if we do that, we'll be seeing people more and more get saved. Amen. If you've got a place of business, amen, let them know if you're going to do business, they, they're going to hear the word. Amen. Amen. They're going to hear the word. Glory to God. But, uh, but I'm not belittling anybody. I've, I've had battles myself, recent battles. Amen. But that don't mean that I'm a sinner. I used to be a sinner, and now I'm saved by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. So I used to be a sinner, but I'm not a sinner anymore. I'm an ex-sinner. You know, uh, Brother Darrell Little used to be our youth pastor here. He was, uh, told me about he had this cap on, and it had X on it. And then under it said sinner. It said ex-sinner. 
And somebody, you know, looked at him and said, you ain't no ex-sinner, you're still a sinner. No, that's how people think. That's how people think. I'm not a sinner. I used to be a sinner, and now I'm saved by the grace of God. Amen. Amen. I'm saved by the grace of God. I'm saved. Amen. Amen. I'm I'm not a sinner. That don't mean that I don't miss it from time to time, because we do. But I don't practice sin. Do you practice sin? No. Amen. But if you do sin, well, you do. You have an advocate with the Father. You confess your sin. Amen. He's faithful and just to forgive you of your sin and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. So, so your sickness is not a result of your sin. Amen. It's a result of Adam's sin. Amen. And you've got to attack it and don't let the devil tell you anything else. Amen. Because the devil tells you, no, it's not Adam's fault. It's your fault. If you have sinned, all you have to do is repent. Like I said earlier, you repent. Ask God to forgive you, and you're forgiven. Amen. It's that simple. But we, we try to make it some big, blown-out thing. Amen. Where we've got to fast 21 days, amen, to get rid of all the sin in our life. Amen. I confess my sin. He's faithful and just to forgive me. But you don't know, Brother John, I have sinned this. I have so many sins. I have sinned so much in my life. Well, Jesus says, if your brother sins against you, you know, the disciple says, should I forgive him seven times? He said, no, seven times 70. That means 490 times. And in one of those, uh, uh, one of those uh, scriptures, that, uh, that uh, parallel scripture to that, uh, talks about in one day, implies one day. So it means 400, if you, you sin the same sin 490 times in the same day. Has any of you done that? Boy, I mean, you're a big, raunchy sinner if you have. <laughs> Amen. But all you have to do is repent. And I don't believe there's anybody in this room that has sinned the same sin 490 times in the same day. And, and besides, you know, if, if I did, he's faithful and just to forgive me. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. He's forgiven me of that. And so if, if he requires me to do that, to forgive you 490 times for the sins, for sinning against me. If you sin against me, I'm to forgive you 490 times in one day. So if God requires me to do that, would He expect anything less out of Himself? If He, he expects us to do that, then I know he, 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 he set the standard. Amen. He'll never require you to do something He wouldn't do. Amen. He'll never require you you know, to do anything that he wouldn't do. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Praise the Lord. Yesterday, today, and forever. All right, so, but then people will say this. See this, you know, over here in, uh, in Luke chapter 13. Go with me to Luke chapter 13. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 13, and uh, look at uh, verse uh, 16, 13 and 16. The Bible says, And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound, lo, these 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath day? And the answer to that is yes, she should be healed, and she, gets, she got healed. Jesus healed her. Amen. But people will take that scripture. See, they, they'll take scripture and twist it and turn it and try to make it say what they want it to say. But it says, Oh, not this woman being a daughter of Abraham. They say, Well, see, she was a daughter of Abraham, and that's why she got healed. 
That's not talking to the Gentile. That's not talking to you. That's talking to this uh, daughter of Abraham. And see, and uh, and so and they they got their mind totally in error about this, and they think they can't get healed. But even if that was so, Amen. The Bible says in Galatians three twenty nine, it says, "If you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise." So if I, that means if I'm a Christian, then I'm an heir of God, and I'm an heir to the promise. So that means that covenant belongs to me. That, I, that, that, that belongs to me as much as it does her. Amen. So if she ought to get healed because she's the daughter of Abraham, then we ought to be healed because we're sons and daughters of Abraham as well. Amen. Isn't that right? So, so no, and besides that, the Jewish people do not have an upper hand on us. We got a better, everybody say better covenant. I got a better covenant than any Jew walking the face of the earth today. Amen. I got a better covenant. Amen. But people would think, you know, that, that Jews don't even have to repent, don't even have to be born again to go to heaven. Amen. But Jesus told Nicodemus, amen, John chapter 3, told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Nicodemus was a Jew. Is that right? That's right. Nicodemus was a Jew. So, so then uh, he, he said, tells us there that uh, if... Uh, what, what was I saying? Must be born again. Must be born again. That's right. Yes. Amen. Jew has to be born again just like you and me. Amen. amen. If, uh, if they have to be born again, amen. If I have to be born again, they have to be born again. That's right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So they don't have any, they don't have an upper hand. Amen. And besides that, what does the Bible say in, in 1 Peter? It says we are, we are a chosen people, royal priesthood. Amen. Who's that talking to? That's talking to us. See, there's three covenants mentioned in the Bible. Amen. There's the covenant. The Jews have a covenant. Amen. The, gen, gen, or the, the church has a covenant. This is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Amen. And it says that, that the Jews have a covenant. The church has a covenant. Amen. But the Gentiles don't have a covenant. So it's just really two covenants there. So, uh, so uh, this, these... Uh, the Jews, they have a covenant, but that, that, their covenant has been fulfilled. And their covenant is fulfilled. Hallelujah. Our covenant is an active covenant. Amen. We, we're, we got an active covenant. But see, when you start talking about the Jews like that, you know, and I know they've gone through a lot of things and we need to help them all we can and evangelize them because they are, you know, they are, they, they are, God's, I started to say chosen, I don't like to call them chosen people because the church is his chosen people today. Amen. So, uh, so we've got to, you know, God does have a plan for the Jews. Amen. But I got a better, he's got a better plan for us. Amen. So we reach out to them. Amen. See, I know some people, I know somebody, prominent people, thinks that you ought not even try to evangelize the Jews. Well, that's stupid. Amen. Because he told, Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again. Amen. And so I'm not anti-Semitic. No, we're going to, we'll do whatever we can to, to, to get them saved, get them born again. But they're not exalted above the church, the, the, the covenant of the church. Amen. There, so what I was saying earlier, three covenants, three races, there's three races of people. Amen. Not black, white, and brown. 
Amen. There's three races of people, and that's the Jew, the Gentile, amen, and the church. And the church. That's the three races of people that the Bible mentions in the Bible, that the Bible talks about. Amen. So we are, amen, a chosen generation. The church, amen, is God's working through the church now. Amen. So anyway, and so Jesus, Jesus is our healer. He went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Amen. The last thing he told us to do is heal the sick. Amen. Amen. That, that was the last thing he told us. Now, do you think that would be important? Amen. If, if I'm going away and there's some things you need to take care of while I'm gone, I said, Sheila, I'm leaving for a while. Amen. So take care of these things. Amen. While I'm gone. Well, that means that's the last thing that I said. That means they're important. These are important things that need to be done. Amen. So he said to the disciples, now this is, I'm going away, but you stay here, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper, cast out devils. Amen. Praise the Lord. So he's given us instructions what to do. Praise the Lord. So we ought to be doing that. We ought to be doing exactly what he says do. Praise God. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he healed yesterday, he'll heal today, and he'll heal tomorrow. Amen. Amen. You know, when we were, uh, I want to back up just a little bit, talking about the Jews, because people are afraid to talk about the Jews like that. They think you're anti-Semitic, you're against God, you know, that, you know, don't, don't mess with Israel and all this. Amen. You know, every time Israel messed up, amen, they suffered consequences of their mess up. Amen. And they, they messed up some. Amen. They turned their back on, on God. You know, I, we, we uh, used to support some missionaries to the Jews in Israel. Now, they're not there any longer. They're back in the United States, so we don't, we don't have anybody over there right now. But, uh, but, you know, these missionaries told me, they said the majority of Jews in Israel are atheists. That's what they told me. Amen. That the majority of Jews are atheists. Amen. And they're, uh, you know, the, the, the Jews, they have a, uh, you know, because of what the Bible says, you know, under the old code, they think everything's all right, I guess, if, even if they're wrong. But if they die and they're an atheist, they'll go to hell just like you or I. Right. Just a, I mean, there's, there's not a free ride. Right. Amen. Jesus is our ticket. Amen. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except through Him. No, no man comes unto the Father except by Him. Amen. Jew or Gentile, they all come to, um, to God through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Praise God. So that was Jesus' job description. It ought to be our job description. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the leper. Amen. So we ought to be actively pursuing our job description. Amen. That's our, our job description. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And uh, so we're to, uh, we're, we're to, uh, to, you know, if we sin, amen, just repent. Amen, repent. Ask God to forgive you and He'll forgive you. Amen. 